What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanko, and I am here with Anthony, Lori, and Mike. And we are discussing episode six in season two of Marvel's What If series. This one is What If Kahori Reshaped the World. Also known as How to Piss Off a Comic Fanboy in Four Easy Steps. First, create a new character. Two, make said character female. Three, make her an underrepresented minority. And four, make her seem to be overpowered. Combine these four steps and you're guaranteed to piss off most comic fanboys within five minutes. I could have said it better myself. Where's the lie? I'm just saying. I'm negative about this one. Has there been a lot of negative feedback about this one? Oh, you know how they are. I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, I've heard it on TikTok. They're like, oh, um, oh, oh, look at, look at this. She can do all this other stuff. She moves so fast. She's so overpowered. Blah blah blah. Why they have to? Why they have to make her Native American? That's the one I mainly heard. It's like, why she had to be Native American? I'm like, why not? Like, why is that? An oh, issue? there. It's not like there aren't any other Native American characters. Why did they create a new one? Yeah, the one, okay. the ones that, the ones that have feathers in their hair and 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 talk like how Pilgrim Ugg. And no, all that. No, 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 we're not doing that. Not those. There's Danny Moonstar, and no, they, I realize no, those are all those are all X Men, so they probably couldn't yeah. use them anyway. Yeah. But, <laughs> but again, you can't use Forge for everything. Forge, yeah. Why Forge. not create too, a yeah. new character like? Like I said, I haven't heard a lot of negative, but then again, it's been like it's been a while since this episode has has come out, so maybe I'm just not hearing the chatter. But no, this was this was when it came out, though. Oh, okay, okay, and yeah. I, even when it was announced, even when they announced that they were doing a Native Ameri- a new Native American character that had powers on the Tesseract, they're like, "Oh my God, isn't another another new character? Marvel's so fucking woke." It's just like them saying the X Men are woke after seeing. You know what? We we not even finna really? get on that conversation what? because we will oh, totally into the weeds. We will be in the sewer. No, we we're not gonna do that because. But, but yeah, there was there was, wait, wait, was in, in the was, sewer is a deep cut. You can't use that. Well, but see, it's like see the, yeah. Ahead, see sorry. the thing is. Uh, and again, I'm going to honor by not mentioning podcasts. You said we don't, we don't want to do that. We're not going to do that. But I was listening to a certain one, and it's all uh, white males over 50, actually 55, and they all said the same thing. It's good for what it was. It surprised me. It was a good episode as it was. But why does everything have to be woke? And I'm sitting there going, maybe because of the comment you just made about why does everything have to be woke? See, Maybe it's just that I was ignoring all the noise. Maybe oh, that's no, what they, it was. They had, okay. they, as the kids say, they had bars on this really? one. Like, I really didn't see a lot, because usually when it comes to stuff like this, like, all the stuff that you've mentioned, like, Mike, what you just mentioned about the X-Men and people saying Marvel's being woke and X-Men being woke, I, I've been hearing that chatter in the last um, last few weeks, but when this episode came out, I heard I guess what I would call the the regular chatter, which mm. I was expecting some pushback, some pushback. I didn't hear as much as I thought I would. So I I don't know. Like like I said, maybe I was just ignoring it because I was like, oh, I already know I'm about to hear it. I'm not I'm not going to look for it. But I 
most of what I saw, maybe this is just the fact that I hang around some awesome people and I know some awesome people. A lot of what I saw was very positive about the episode. So, you know. I mean, it helps that it helps that it was a great episode too. Like it was a yeah. fire episode. Fantastic yeah. episode. Well, not only that, now I will admit that when I first start watching it, it did one of my pet peeves. One of my pet peeves is that when you get a silent episode or you get an episode where it's in a different language and you have to read the subtitles, that's one of my pet peeves because now I got to do some work. All right. So I have nothing against anybody. I just said I got to do extra work to watch this puppy. Start watching. It doesn't bother me now because I watch everything with subtitles now. <laughs> well, I do too now because right. I'm old and I couldn't hear it my TV. Started with Queen Sugar what? after that. What? Close caption, everything. Mm-hmm. So I get in and I'm like, okay. And then about five minutes in, I'm like, oh, oh. And by 10 minutes in, I was like, oh, this is this is good. Right. And and I'm sitting there and I'm blown away. And see, here's the here's the thing. Uh since we got Disney Plus, I've been going through slowly watching all the old stuff. And I I, I messed around and decided to watch Pocahontas. I lasted three minutes before I turned it off. I couldn't do it! We, yeah, Ooh, we can't. We, right. My daughter and I had a conversation about that movie a few weeks ago because this is I mean, and we we've had this conversation before when we talk about us going back and doing like the mm-hmm. 80s movies. There are certain things I can't go back and rewatch because even though I know that was in a different time period and mm-hmm. the rules were different, things were different. Um, there's just certain things I can't go watch. And unfortunately, as beautiful as the animation was in that story and just what they did as far as the native representation for that movie. I can't go back and watch Pocahontas because it's just it's hard. It's hard. It is. Look, it look, is. look, the Frog Princess uh, with Tiana, it, that's a better rewatch. That movie's pretty bad. Okay. The princess Even that's better. Yeah. I mean, the frog, but... oh, uh, the frog, princess and the frog. That's what she's talking about. Look, I ha- I'm looking at, I have the doll from Disney. I have Tiana right here and I still got the movie wrong. But my thing is, is that it was a hard hard movie and disney should be should have been sued by every every first nation every native american tribe council nation because they made that movie okay seriously they 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 should and then they made a second one they did that was even worse right that's right that's right i forgot about oh yeah the only good thing we got was vanessa williams had a banger that was it that was literally it yeah yeah yeah, but seriously, I mean, when when you get representation now, Hanako, you remember about oh maybe two years ago, you and I uh, we were talking about we were watching that Canadian uh, na- uh, First Nations show. We were gonna pod it. I think we tried to do an episode. I forget the name of it, but it was imported uh, yes. during the the yeah. I can't yeah. remember the name of it. That was pretty good. Then you've got reservation dogs which i haven't seen which i've heard good things about there is good represent even the predator movie with the native americans that was even good but pocahontas disney needs to owe several people several million dollars but also again that's what we were saying that was what pocahontas was 30 years ago Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so different time different different attitudes different different a lot of things so I got you, John Smith, for you. <laughs> so yeah, that was a different time. 
Thankfully, we are in 2024. 2023 was when this episode came out. And when I say watching this episode, I was so excited for us to talk about it because I was like, oh my God, it's different. One, it is a, a, a made up character. She's a brand new character. She's never been introduced anywhere before. She she was literally created for this particular show. Two, they made her Mohawk and not just made her Mohawk. The entire episode was done in the Mohawk language. Which that's was, such a big Mohican. swing. Like that's such a swing. No, like, it was Mohawk. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. The, the, the last time that they did anything with uh Mohawk was uh season one and two of FBI Most Wanted. The main character's wife was was uh Mohawk and her brother was on the show for a little bit and they used the language a little bit. They had uh one of the best stories and had an episode where they talked about the schools and how they screwed them when they were kids. But mm-hmm. that was the last that was the last representation that I've seen of Mohawk, particularly in years. Yeah, but to have them do the ninety five percent of this episode in the language mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. such a swing, and I I applaud them for it. I mean, that was that was just really. I'm I'm glad they stuck to it and actually mm-hmm. did it like that because mm-hmm. it's like it. Otherwise, it, it probably would have come off as a little bit disingenuous. But it's like I know it's it was kind of hard to at first to kind of keep up with it. But it's like once you got into it, I barely mm-hmm. even noticed. It's like yeah. I was kind of I was kind of reading it subconsciously, but paying attention to what was going on with the characters, like in the main in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it didn't even really bother me after that. I was just like, this is fucking incredible. I, I need to I need to interject really quickly for our audience. Yes, I know that Mohicans and Mohawks are not the same <laughs> people. It's, they're two separate tribes that are not even. They don't even have the same language. I was just being stupid and yeah. I apologize. <laughs> But that's yeah. the last time you make a Mohican joke. <laughs> I wanted to try to work in the last of the Mohicans in some way, and I, I couldn't get, I can, I can keep a straight face. So. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I apologize. It's, it's okay. So leave, but, leave the corny shit to me, sir. I'm the. <laughs> I will agree with that. Leave it to Mike. Leave it to Mike. But the thing about that episode, what Mike was saying, again, because I'm so used to reading subtitles now, like it really, it took me a minute to even realize that they were speaking in a different language because I was so busy reading the subtitles anyway. And then I was like, oh, I started listening because I wanted to catch the nuances and listen to how, especially how they pronounce the names. Because, you know, anytime you have a name that's that's foreign to our tongue, it's going to be different. I mean, people I have known for years still sometimes have a hard time saying my name properly because when they think about it or when they look at it, they think about it in the like, I guess the way that they would say it where they're from, which is very different. So I was sitting there paying attention to that stuff. And then it threw me when the Spanish came in and they started speaking Spanish. And I was like, Oh, this this is how this is how foreign people feel when they come here and they're speaking one language and you have this person over here speaking English and you might be someone like say my mom Japanese you got an English person speaking person over here and then you got a Spanish speaking person over here and you're like which one I can understand the confusion I was like this is throwing me off but then it's like once you heard a little bit of the Spanish language and you could kind of differentiate between the groups talking, it's almost like a switch flipped. And it was just like, oh, okay. 
oh, okay. And even though I didn't understand what they were saying, being able to read it, I was just like, okay, this is awesome. This is cool. And, and because of the fact that they did consult with native, um, you know, with native tribes and they wanted to make sure that they got this episode right. Like they actually did a whole side episode talking about what went into the making of this episode and it's just the care that they put into this episode with the representation. And even with um, even with the Echo series, they did the same thing with, with that series. And it's just like, they did it right. I just want to say, I think, you know, I've mentioned this before with Black Panther. I mm-hmm. think they kind of figured out, you know, if you want to do something, you have to do it the proper way. Mm-hmm. And they did it with Black Panther, then they did it with Shang-Chi, and that continues with Echo and now this episode where the they've already laid the foundation for this is how we need to do something like this, mm-hmm. is we have to have the people that it's about being involved, mm-hmm. you know? And it was, I mean, it was so beautifully done, not just... Yeah. Not just the story, not just the representation. The animation was great. The the it was it was just a great episode. Just oh, okay. Let's get into it. Let's talk about Kahori and who she is and what's going on in this episode. So we get the uh, the Watcher talking in the beginning about the origins of the Tesseract, and he mentions Asgard and how you know when things started to get bad for Asgard. Um, Odin usually sent the Tesseract to somewhere else, to another, you know, to a small village on a faraway planet. They usually took care of the Tesseract. Well, apparently in this particular universe, that didn't happen. Asgard was destroyed and the Tesseract was just kind of, I don't know, flung off the planet and it ends up landing on Earth in this, um, in this area where these native tribes are. Now, of course, we know the Tesseract has powers, and because it cracked on its landing, it kind of imbibed the the land with these special powers. And the Native Americans were, you know, they found them, or they found the Tesseract, they started getting these powers, and the Tesseract landed in this lake. So when the tribes people would go to this lake to see what's going on, um, they would disappear. And this caused some friction between all the tribes people because nobody exact nobody knew exactly what was going on. And then of course, when you find something that's powerful, unfortunately, human nature is to originally you fight for it. So they had their wars, they had their battles, but eventually, what does he say? Eventually, they came to a peace and they labeled that lake forbidden and nobody else was to go about it. And I was just sitting here like, the you know, first, if they would have done this at Pet Cemetery, that movie would have been five minutes. You know what? We are not. Work. How in the world? See, Anthony, that's how you that's how you work something in to a conversation <laughs> that has absolutely no fucking business being in the conversation. I'm just because saying, if they if they would have done this in Pet Cemetery, everybody would have been alive, and nobody this movie would that movie have been five minutes, and they would have rolled credits, and I would have been much better for it. Good job, Mike. 
Thank Good you. Job. I appreciate it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Just saying. But the thing that really got me when he was talking, when he was doing his narration, I was like, okay, so you have all these tribes fighting each other, killing each other for this power. And then for whatever reason, they all stopped to think about it and said, you know what? This is doing no one any good. So how about this? Let's have peace. Let's label this gr- this ground cursed so that none of our people disappear again. What? No, no, no. What, what, happened, what, what had happened was <laughs> they fighting, right? Mm-hmm. They fighting. Mm-hmm. But then they realize people is disappearing too. Mm-hmm. Like, right. We're fighting over something and people are disappearing. Maybe we shouldn't, maybe we should just leave it alone. But that's what that? I'm saying. Why <laughs> is it that we can't do that anymore? Because every every week in the news, you see somebody finding something that shouldn't be touched. And they're like, oh, we're going to explore this. I saw something about dinosaur eggs and some other kind of insect eggs. Oh, this insect has been extinct for however many thousands or millions of years. Hey, we're going to experiment on that and see if we can wake them up. Why the fuck would you do that? We have oh, look, there's food. a cave. Let's 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 go in and let's pick up this doll and bring it out and and do some investigation on it and see if anything happens with it. Or that, that's oh. that's like the guys in Antarctica pulling up the ice from mm-hmm. two miles down. Let's full not do of that. Microbes from things. Long, extinct. right, right. Yeah, let's not do that. Why can't we just be like, see, you know what? And and you know what? I have to say it like this: when you think about all the stories and you think about everything that's happened, all the colonization and how the natives have been wiped out, you really sit here and have to think: the stupid people are wiping them out because the natives knew better, because they knew better, because they had the natives been allowed to live and flourish. The whole landscape of our world would be changed, but we're not even going to get on that soapbox right now um, because that would take the conversation in a whole different direction. So we're going to get yeah. back to the show. So, yes. Did, wait, didn't you post something about they found some old book somewhere, like an ancient text? And they're like, we're no, don't open the book. Like we have these read, we have these movies for a reason. They're cautionary tales. Cautionary tales. The Mummy, Jurassic Park. They're they're literally telling you, don't do this shit. If you see some strange stuff and some strange stuff starts happening, leave it alone. Leave it alone. And that's what the natives did in this show. They were like, oh, you know what? We're fighting. We're killing each other. People are still disappearing. We really don't know what's going on in this lake. But you know what? We know we don't want a part of it. So we're going to leave all the bodies from everybody who's died. We're going to leave them there and we're going to call this ground cursed so that nobody comes near it. And then what happens is you have a young girl and her little brother playing in the forest and they come across it. And I was sitting here watching the episode. And I was like, I hear Casey in my head. These children need a whoop. <laughs> they do. But you know what? It all worked out for the best towards the end. But still, I was sitting there looking like the moment y'all ran up, Kahore and her brother, uh, Wata, the moment they ran up 
and they saw the bones and they were like, oh, this might be the forbidden ground. Y'all should have turned around and went back home. Y'all should have <laughs> turned around and went back home. But no, y'all have to go explore and be like, oh, well, we want to see what the forbidden lake is. And then when they get to it, it's just a regular lake with some regular ducks on it. And they're like, oh, this is boring. Why did they it tell looks like us- decoys? I think those are decoys. Those are like decoys. I, You know what? I thought so too. And then I thought I saw one of them move. So I wasn't sure. But, you know, while they're out there in the forest, they start hearing explosions and everything. And they realize that their village is being attacked. So they run and back. And of course, huh? Let's say conquistadors. Colonizers. Colonizers. They don't have to have a fancy name. Colonizers. But I was sitting there looking. I was like, oh, my God, did the white folks come? And then it was like, no, it's the Spaniards. I'm like, like, just leave folks alone. Smallpox and shit. So you have this group. The smallpox blankets. Mm Mm-hmm. You have this group of Spaniards and they have set fire to the village because they're there um, on a mission from Queen Isabella of Spain. They're looking for the fountain of youth. I'm like, and I, I know that this is what happens. I, I know enough of history about how the natives were wiped out. I know how they did it with the black folks. Why y'all always got to burn somebody's shit down? Like, y'all couldn't just come up in there and ask, like, hey, we heard about this fountain. Well, of course, they 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 speak a different language. But still, y'all ha- why y'all got to come in with so so much aggression? Just why? Because that's that's why Queen Isabella sent them. Queen Isabella didn't send them to knock, over, knock on their door to ask for ask for sugar. She sent them over there to get land, get, pe- get shit, and bring it back. No, but the thing about it is, and it's not just Queen Isabella, it's like throughout history, anybody who's going to to look for the new world, look for the fountain of youth, look for this, look for that. And you come across the native people who are there. Like, what is it in human nature that makes you feel like you got to go in and fuck somebody else's shit up just so you can have stuff, even in this day and age. You have so many people who are thieves and who do this and who do that because, oh, he got a nice car. I don't have a nice car. I'm going to go take it. I just... Hey, this episode really kind of... I, I know, but the thing is, it to our core, why are we like that? That's the one thing that made me think about, you know, that, that it made me think about with this episode. Like, why are we as humans like that? You know what I'm because saying? Because everybody, everybody wants... Once, once they have something, they want something better. And they're like, where can I get something better? Oh, this is cool. Okay, I need something better than this. Oh, this is cool. Won't there's something better than this out there? Go across, go across that water and see if there's something better over there. I've heard I've heard there's a fountain that makes that can make me look younger than I look right now. Go get it. Go get me in the water. But so even it's like this episode, once we once we figure out what the real lake is and, and what happens when, when people go in it and we see all of the people who had disappeared. From generations past, they're living in this other world because the Tesseract has opened a portal to a different world and they're all over there living peacefully. No one is trying to, no one is trying to take all of the power. 
No one is trying to be the leader. No one is trying to make people be under them. It's like they're all sitting there. They're living harmoniously. They figured out, oh, okay, well, this is this is the light from or the spirit from the land. And if we partake in it, yeah, we get some powers. Cool. But they don't use it in a way that's destructive. And I just don't, it, it, it just really bothers me that you can see that there, it, 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 it can happen. There's a group of people or there are people out there who can do what they're supposed to do as far as being peaceful, being harmonious, whatever. And then you have these other motherfuckers like the Spaniards come in and all they want to do is take, take, take. It just, it really pisses me off. It's how, it's how they're raised. Though. It's like Native Americans were taught to respect the land or to respect the things that they get from it and not to take it until they can't take anymore. They, they, were, they were taught to take and recycle and refine and make so that the, the future generations have something and that everybody else will have something instead of just hoarding it for themselves. They're, they're, more, they're more about recycling and renewing as, as, as opposed to like out and out conquering there are some there are some tribes that want to conquer other tribes and get things but it's like to more more so more more often than not they're more about about you about being more respectful to where they're at than than anyone else is because that's mm -hmm. how they were brought up and that's how they're that's what they believe that's that's in their belief system it's like they don't have they don't believe in like one god they believe that the earth is god and you have to respect the earth as you would respect god so and i think that's that how... you know what yep and that's the problem and we're not even gonna get on that conversation because you know i will take this conversation to the other side yep. talking about that but mm, but yeah, yeah that's what it is and look i was just about to call on anthony and then his camera went out why are you giving me that look anthony <laughs> I don't know. My camera just went out. By oh, itself. okay. Okay. I had nothing to do with that. Okay. Hmm. All right. I thought you was like, no, Hanukkah, oh. don't get on your soapbox. <laughs> you, oh. The soapbox is yours. Oh. We're not. Yeah. Gonna, we're we're not gonna go there because, like I said, we we know that those kinds of injustices happen, and it's just it was just one of those things where, you know, a lot of people, especially in like the last 10, 20 years. Because there are certain things that weren't taught in schools, like especially when we were in school, there are certain things that were just overlooked, ignored, and you see people are trying to do that again. I love it that they're putting stuff like this in our media because for a lot of people, this is how they learn about this kind of stuff. And we've had this conversation before, you know, like when it came to Lovecraft Country or when it came to the Watchmen, um, the HBO series, like there are people who didn't hear of these types of atrocities because they were never taught. And now you have, you know, right wing people trying to take that information out of textbooks. You're trying to make it so that people don't learn. So I, I do appreciate the fact that Marvel and Disney are putting this kind of information out, especially in contrast to what we were talking about earlier, as far as the way Pocahontas was done. It's like Pocahontas is on one spectrum and then this episode is completely on another spectrum. So, you know, it's kind of like you can see that people can learn, they can grow, they can learn, okay, hey, we have to tell these stories and we can tell them in a better way. 
You know, yeah. we don't have to have Kohori falling in love with a white man and, and the white man being the person to save the day. No, Kohori sat here and she did the damn thing in this episode. Yep. So. Yep, the white savior is in Native American land. Nope. Nope. Real quick, before before we go on, I want I want to give a shout out to Kohorti and and Wata. Um, Kohorti was played by Devery Jacobs, who plays Bonnie and Echo. She's doing the whole, she's doing the damn thing. Shout yep. out to her. And uh, Wata is played by Kia Wintio. If I mis- mispronounced that, I'm sorry. But she also she's also playing Katara in the new La- new Avatar Last Airbender. So there's a lot of like cool, oh, okay, cool, like current connections in there. Nice. Yeah, nice. Devery Jacobs is doing the damn thing. I'm like, go on, girl. Just be in all that. She is not mad at it at all. Okay, so aside from all of that, colonizers are sucky. We know it. Let's get back to the episode. Um, so yeah, like I said, Kohori and her brother, they come back to the village. They find that the Spanish are there and they are they are looking for this fountain of youth, you know, the famed fountain of youth. Ooh. And they're asking the tribes people about this but they're asking it in spanish and then getting pissed off because the tribes people aren't answering them like dummy do you not realize they can't understand you like they don't know what you're looking for but i like the fact that they sat there and they were bold and even when he had the gun in her face she was just looking at him like what you gonna do Send me to the ancestors, please. Loved it. But, you know, one of the soldiers finds Kahori and her brother. They chase them back through the forest. And as they're running through the quote unquote forbidden grounds, they fall into a sinkhole. The sinkhole, of course, leads them to a cavern. And inside the cavern is this blue glowing lake. Okay. So, yes, the other lake was a decoy. Kohori and her brother, they split up. And one of the soldiers comes in. Of course, he sees the lake. He's like, oh, I think this is what we're looking for. And Kohori's brother, uh, he he makes a noise because he's trying to adjust his position to hide better. Kohori comes to his rescue. She starts throwing stuff at that soldier. And another soldier shoots her. Shoots her in the shoulder. She falls into the lake. And then she is pulled into this portal. And this is where we see she's transported to a whole other world. And it's like, it's one of those things where, so we know that because of the Tesseract being one of the infinity stones, we know it has certain powers to do certain things. When Kohori wakes up, she finds another um she finds another tribes person from her tribe but this is a dude from like generations ago but he hasn't aged and so as she's there she's learning about the place she was like this is you know they're like this is the sky world you were transported here through the portal this is where we all you know all the people who disappeared this is where we landed we we take care of things we you know we we uh work the land the spirit of the fruit or whatever it is they call it. I don't think they call it a fruit, but they were like, it helps us. It gives us powers. Like the stuff that they're doing, this is stuff she's not seen before, but she also remembers, Hey, my village is being attacked. I need to go back. And so she's trying to get back. 
And this was funny because I was like, I feel like I've seen a sequence like this before somewhere in the MCU where she's trying to get out of this world and everything that she's doing is not working. And it was just funny. It's kind of tropish. It's kind of tropey. It's like, you know, you find out that you have these powers, you try to use the powers, there's just like a whole montage of you trying shit, trying shit, doesn't work. Trying mm-hmm. shit, trying shit, doesn't work. But yeah, it, th- there is something I can't it, I can't even think of it, but I think you're right. There is there is something about where someone try. I mean, it's almost like like superheroes like that have the ability of flight and they're trying to learn how to fly and right. they can't do it. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Was was it similar to no spoilers Loki like towards the end season 2? You know? Yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah. I said it that. was kind of similar that. to that, even though Loki was more so he was more so in the groundhog day type thing, you know, with the loop, the time loops. But right. it was just the way that she was doing it, like at first she was sitting here like, Okay, yeah, I should be able to get to this portal. And the um the guy that she finds, um, Atarax, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's he's like telling her he's like the coolest guy. He's like, yeah, okay. So hey, let me introduce myself. Let me tell you about what's going on here. And again, it's like when you think of stuff like this happening, uh, a person coming into like your world that you don't know. A lot of times when we see it in media or stories, whatever, they're on the defensive. He was like, hey. Hey, sister okay let me show you let me show you around it's like she gets a personal tour guide to her version of heaven even though she's not dead you know but i don't i i don't know if they how they believe it like oh this is this is heaven for us or if it's just it's paradise that was the word he used it but he's just so cheerful and he's showing her around and when she's like i gotta get back to my people and you start seeing that the the land is already starting to infect her because she she already has some of the glowing from you know the thing so she's doing stuff like she's taking she's taking sticks and she's putting them in the air and she's trying to walk to the portal and she's just not like I think the third or fourth time she fell, I was like, dude, I understand that you've got these new powers, but please don't break your neck trying to get out. It's not going to help you at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, shout out to this. Like they were over there fishing without fishing poles. They were watering their lands, like with like making clouds in their hands, like walking. I was just like, damn, I I that's crazy. I don't building know I building I the boat. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that shit was crazy. I was like, I don't. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I got to go back. But damn, I need to come back here though. No, I mean, she can't go back because if she had gone wait, back, right. she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have experienced that really cool hunting scene. That scene with with the animals and you know this is I, I think that is when they mention the fruit it's like the fruit grows on these animals and he says it takes them years but then what they do is they chase the animals to try to get the fruit off of them and Kohori is a natural at this thing um, like i feel like if she wasn't trying to get back to her to her people 
it's almost like she was made for this world. Um, isn't the Tesseract blue, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So what is all this purple up. stuff running through the trees and stuff? That's not vibranium, is it? Oh, wait, never mind. I don't know. Never no, mind. I don't think so. Never mind. Why are you saying like con- that? Yo, change your contrast. Just just like change, hit the button no, and like change your contrast. It's clearly purple and glowing. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, shout, shout out shout out to the first time she when she when she flips the um the first animal to get the fruit off. It kind of looked like Peggy Carter in the in the very first what if when she when she flipped the um the truck over her. Mm, it, like, it also oh. looked like uh the um I I think it was was it the last episode where yeah where she was fighting the um Hulkbuster. There there was a yeah. there was a there was a scene where Steve was flipping over her. I think mm-hmm. while she was fighting him, it was similar right. to that too. But um, yeah, so like I said, I feel like if she wasn't trying to get back to her people, she it's almost like she was born, she was made to be in that place because she took to it so well. Like she almost immediately started absorbing the energy from the Tesseract or the fruit or whatever it was that she was absorbing from that from that point you know she she partakes in the hunt with them and where everybody else the people who have been there for ages they're getting like one two three fruits she manages to get dozens of this fruit and they're able to do all of this they get all of this food and stuff from these animals without harming the damn animals again it's like this this very harmonious vibe. And it was just like, Adorax was trying to tell her, hey, you know, maybe you don't have to go home. This is what this is where you're supposed to be. Like when you go through the portal and you're brought here, this is where we're supposed to remain. But the thing about Cohorta is she realizes that she cannot leave her people behind to suffer. And not only just her people, her, her brother as well. She was like, no, I have to go back. She was like, you people, you guys have been here too long. You have forgotten about your people, but I cannot do that. You know, and she's like, is anybody going to come back and and help me? And they're all looking at her like, no, we got a pretty good here. We, we're straight. No, I see the cat. Why would we want to go back over there to war and oppression? And like, literally, you're telling them that you're, that your tribe has been attacked. Why would we want to go back over there? We we don't have any of that here. I'm saying they, they've started over. It's like they it's, it's kind of they're complacent. It's like they're like, well, I mean, we got it good here. Why would we want to go back over there well, where we'd have where we'd have to leave all this? It's mm-hmm. like, nah, I ain't doing all that. Well, they've made peace with and, their and, situation. And so yeah. I mean, in a way, it's like you kind of can't blame them because they probably they've been lived they've been living that way for hundreds of years. It's like mm-hmm. that's that they've gotten used to they've gotten used to that and have made their made their home there. And it's like going back to what you're saying, it's like the way that they take care of it is the way that they take care of the land when they were in when they were on Earth. It's like mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's like because imagine if the Spaniards would have been there, they would they would have treated it way different. It's like if they probably would have laid waste to it almost instantaneously, they would have. They tried to do so when the Spaniards, when they knock her into the lake, 
and they realize the lake is probably the quote unquote fountain of youth that they are looking for. They go back and they tell Rodrigo Alfonso Gonzalo and he comes back to the cavern with them. They, you know, the soldiers get into the water because they're like, oh, okay, we're, yeah, we're going to get into the fountain of youth. Now, notice his ass didn't get in there. Yeah, his, he was like, hey, y'all go check, y'all go see, 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 what, see what's up with that. Right. So they're wading through the water, and then all of a sudden, they start disappearing like something is snatching them from the bottom of the lake. And I was like, see, this is what happens when you come in other people's house and you start trying to take their shit. Like, you don't know what you're walking into. But unfortunately, the thing that they're walking into is they're being pulled into the sky world. And so while the tribes people are over there, they're having a celebration because of the hunt and how successful it was. Kohori notices that something is going on in the trees. And then she happens to see who's there. So these Spaniards, again, here you are, you coming to uh, another foreign land, someplace that you don't belong, and you come out guns blazing. You're not asking no questions. You're just like, oh, hey, well, I, I guess one of the things they said when they first came through the portal, they were like, oh, if this kind of magic brought brought us here, can you imagine what we could? I was like... I don't know if they're going to kill y'all in this in this episode, but y'all need to die because y'all are just, no, we just, we just not finna do this. So she attacks. Well, they attack. She defends. She has that Neo, she has that Neo on him. Like, no, stop. Right. That was, that was dope. I was like, uh, and you know, See? she, she's defeating them and, and, the tribes people are telling her, hey, you know, calm down. Yeah, we, don't, out, we don't have to do out, like we don't do this <laughs> over here. And she tells them, she was like, Look, you you don't remember where you came from. You have forgotten your people. You have become, like you said, Anthony, you have become complacent. And she was like, I can't do that. My people are in danger over there. I have to go help them. The the and they're all like the the I don't want to use word. I guess I can use word ironic. The ironic thing is, most of these people are, were probably warriors. That's how yep. they got there. But you know, when you've been living in that peace for so long, they probably were like, you know what? We been there, done that. We don't want to do this again. You know, and then not only that, a lot of times when people you see it with people who are successful in business and whatever, when they get to a certain status, they forget about where they came from. And this is kind of similar to this. They weren't looking for riches and they weren't looking for, you know, they weren't being greedy or anything, but they found paradise. Why would you want to take a step backwards? I, I get it. I really do. But Kohori was like, mm-mm. She was like, the spirit in this land made you strong. It gave you gifts. And you just sit here like, y'all too comfortable. She was like, you forgot your origins. I'm not about to forget my, I'm about to go help my people. And you see the power with her words. She brings the fucking portal from the sky to the ground. With great power comes great responsibility. And she is all for it. She is all for it. 
So she and sees, goes, like I think I think this sequence of events is why people were saying like, oh, so none of the other people could do it, but she could do it. It's like she's overpowered. She's overpowered. She's overpowered. Well, no, she has too much power. No one thought about it. Which yeah. is always and she yeah, no but... nobody else had that passion yeah. for it because they were all comfortable there. They were like, Oh, this is paradise. I don't have to do any look. Most of those people were probably hundreds of years old, but they hadn't aged. If I could go find someplace and walk across this portal and stay young looking forever, you think I wouldn't do it? Bye, y'all. I mean, y'all can either like... join me or you know, I'll see y'all at the 50 year reunion looking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's like, I mean, I I get it. I'm 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 what was I gonna say? <laughs> I, I can't I can't remember him. Mike said I lost the words. Wow. Mike lost his train of thoughts? Oh Look, my god. Okay. That's what happens at old age. It's fine. Proceed. Oh well, yeah, it does do that. Laurie, I know that when we were talking about this episode, when this episode first aired, we were like all chomping at the bit to talk about it, but I know you were as well because you were like, Oh yeah, I got stuff to say. So what's your stuff to say? What you got to say? Well, the first thing is considering what happens later on in this season, um, uh, I, I I you guys reminded me of my first thought is that they set Kahori up very much like they did the alternate uh Captain America or Captain Britain Peggy Carter. She basically got a, a skill set uh, that was sort of on par with her, um, which I loved. And the thing is, is that it kind of made me realize that in the Marvel Universe, especially not so much DC, is that when they have a female character or even a, a, a teen character, when they come out of left field, like, say, uh, Kamala Khan, not only do they get power, they get like a super set of power. They get really amped up more than they probably would have been, say they were born oh, an average mutant or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that struck me is that they all seem to have uh, a heart of gold. They all seem to have this, uh, this, this thing of morality, duty. I'm going to do what's right. I, I have morals. I'm not going to uh, you know, lower my standards. And this is everything that Kahori has. Um, right. The other thing is that she's got a little bit of Steve Rogers in her because later on in the episode when they take the fight to the queen, she's not going to be like, you know, no, we're going to, no, she tells her, no, this is what we're going to do and this is what how it's going to be. Steve, Ro- <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Steve Rogers would do the same exact thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Peggy might be a little nicer about it, but she would do the same thing. Um, the other thing that I loved about it is that the entire episode, it made me think of some of the other female characters that they have created for certain things and have thrown away and or even some of the male characters, because a lot of times when they create a character or they have a new character in the comic books or on TV shows, they only use them for one thing, one storyline. And for this, they really made me wish there was a Kahori comic book. Now, we might get one later on. 
but whoever came up with the concept of just her, it doesn't matter if she's Native American, she can be white, black, green, purple. They just did a really good job putting her character together. Mm. I mean, I would watch her all day long. I mean, just literally, I mean, she's got the power. She, she's she got this, look, she's got the Tesseract. Uh, honestly, I would love to see her uh, join the Avengers. I'd love to see her go up against certain people. I honestly think that given the, the Tesseract power that she's been uh, imbued with, she could probably give Loki a run for his money. She could probably give Black Panther a run for his money because of the power set. I mean, there, there's power and then there's power. And yeah. she's sort of transit because if you think about it, it's not just her getting a, a soldier super serve. She's got alien power in her. And, mm-hmm. it, and like you said, she adapted to it really quick. The other thing that it's I like want Captain to Marvel. Say, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. And the other thing that I wanted to say is that uh, as far as historically accurate, sometimes they sugarcoat. They didn't sugarcoat. They were very, very honest on how things used to be mm-hmm. for Native Americans, indigenous people. And I love the fact that they showed that because a lot of kids may not see stuff like this or read about it or whatever. So this is a good little history lesson all the way around for everybody. So yeah, that's pretty much what I had to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing too, um, going back to piggybacking off of what you said when you when you're talking about the characters like um Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan and and Kohori and even in the, the Echo series, which we haven't discussed yet, but we know that she also has some powers that were imbued from a a, a, a place of supernatural origin. Um I think the thing about these characters, <clears throat> I don't know if I want to say is if it's that they're super powered when they get these when they get these powers, but I think it has to do, like you said, they have a heart of gold, but also these are all women that I'm talking these three women in particular, uh, Kamala, Kohori, and Echo. These are women who are all marginalized in some way. You know, they know about racism. They know about oppression. They know about, you know, they have all of these things. We see what happens with Cohorty's um, people in this episode with Echo and you get the background of of her people and then also with just um, her being an amputee, her being death, you know, you have all of these people who face these obstacles. You have Kamala Khan who is from, you know, a, a country that also went through their own sort of oppression. And I just feel like it's not necessarily that these po- these powers given to them are super powered. I just think that it's because these women know oppression and they they come from that place. They know, like you said, Anthony, with great power comes great responsibility. They see that they have an opportunity to make things better, not just for the people around them, but for everyone, I mean, the the name of the episode is how Kahori reshaped the world, not just her tribe, not just her little area of the of the earth, the world. Like these are people who have determination and they have the motivation to say, hey, look, I'm not going to sit back and waste this. I'm going to do better. And that's basically what she was telling 
her tribes people that were in the sky world she was like you guys got comfortable but i'm not about to do that she was like my people need us to be brave for them and if you're not gonna go then i'm just gonna go by myself and take care of it and that's what she does she leaves she goes the spaniards are taking all of her tribes people they're about to put them on boats and take them back to spain which why probably slavery but you know, she comes in oh, and she tries to stop them. They're shooting guns at her. Like you said, she's she's doing the whole Neo thing. She's 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 formed a dome. The bullets are not getting to her, so they have to go to cannons. And it's finally because of one of the cannons that they're actually able to get close enough to her. But by this point, the people in the sky world have figured out, okay, you know what? She was right. We we can't just sit back and not do anything. So they come and help. And of course they kick the Spaniards asses. And then they use those powers to go and help other oppressed people around the world to the point where, like Lori said, Queen Isabel is trying to figure out who is um, defeating all of her armies. And she's still sitting there. You are being defeated over and over again. You still sitting there smug with an attitude like you are the greatest person in the world. Oh, I was ordained by God to lead. Cahora was like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, well, see, see the thing with see the thing with the queen is they really got her portrayal down to a T because she literally was like that. I mean, she literally thought that her she's like, oh shit, did mistake. Okay, mm-hmm. so I love that part. I thought that was like I said. As historically accurate as you can get away with without going overboard, they did an excellent job of Queen Isabel. Mm-hmm. Because when when that portal opened and they walked out and she was like, look, so this is how this is about to be. You are not about to rule anybody. We have these gifts and we're going to use them to make things better for everybody. Queen Isabel was like, I'm scared of you. She was like, okay, bitch, I'm going to put you on the ceiling and squeeze the life out of you just slowly, just enough to make you understand that I'm not playing with you. I, When I tell y'all, I saw that scene <laughs> and I was just like, it was, it was, it was glorious. It was glorious. And I really hope this is not the last time that we see her. Because like you said, Laura, she is a character that I would love to see what else they can do with her. Oh, I can see them doing all sorts of things. I was just thinking, Anthony, help me out here. Has there been, besides the um, that issue they did about, oh God, it's probably 15 years ago, where they did the whole prequel to uh, Black Panther and Storm's Wedding. Remember the issue where they had all the Black uh, Marvel superheroes in one issue? It was Blade. It was Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It was all of them. Did have they done like a indigenous or an Asian version of that? No. Okay. no I can I can tell you it. that, and I'm not even into comics like that. Yeah, but the, you know what? It, it had Falcon. It had uh, uh, Papa Midnight. It just had it had like if you were black and if you had a superpower, you were in this issue. Yeah, I bet you that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They probably will now because, I mean, we are starting to see more representation in the media. We're starting to see it more in Marvel. So maybe at some point we will get something like that for, you know, our other underrepresented groups. It's like the irony of it is like 
when people when it's like they always like some comic book gatekeepers would would say if you made Green Lantern in with John Stewart came, they're like just make your own new characters. Then when you make your own new characters, like oh they're too powerful. It's like you can't please anybody, right? Like, Which is why all. I I don't pay attention to that stuff. And like I said, I hadn't really heard an overabundance of negative stuff. I heard negative stuff when the episode came out. Sure I did, because I, why wouldn't I? You know that that's going to happen. First of all, she's a woman. She's a Native American. She's got these powers. She look, it looks like she's the leader. And then she's, you know, she's leading her people to take down all the other bad people, which, oh my God, Kohori, why can't you have been real? Things would be so different, but that's a whole other that's a whole other story. We we but, be we be doing this podcast from probably Ghana or like the Ivory Coast or something. I'd be in Asia somewhere. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You be you be just... <laughs> I mean, sure, I might be in Scotland. Just... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. I um particular shout out to to them doing the A-Town stomp on the conquistador's head and burying him in the sand. Let me tell you. <laughs> that was, when I tell that you, was I amazing. hollered. Yes. I hollered. That was so funny. Because he was like, you can't. No. He was like, shut the fuck up. It was, uh, I mean, just, just the way that she was handling them all in this episode. It was just it was so glorious. I mean, just like sweeping her arm and like 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 10, 20 of them just fly that way. Then 10, 20 of them fly that way. I was just like, damn. Let That's me tell crazy. you. And then she almost she almost completely stopped freaking cannonballs. Like cannon fire she can stop. Like that, like that mm-hmm. was like that's some shit right there. And but I love did, when she, she was she ended up telling... getting beat in the head, but it's like Yeah. But also, I love when she was telling when she when she finally got to the ship and freed her brother, and she was telling him she was like, "Witness!" She was like, "These are all our people. Witness their deeds. Remember their faces, because we're gonna need new songs to be sung about this." When I tell y'all, I cried because I was like, "This is the type of history we should be getting." You know what I'm saying? And it was yep. just, it was so, it was so powerful, so raw, so emotional. I was just like, I, I had no complaints whatsoever about this episode. None. It was just, it was, it was great. It yeah. was, yeah. This is what we. Did. I like, I like how they showed Queen Isabella not, like not showing her as a, like showing her as the vi- the actual villain of this, like not 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 like sugarcoating it or anything. Mm-hmm, just like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's what that that's what Laura was saying when when you stepped out for a minute. She was saying, yeah, as far as being historically accurate, yeah, you you portrayed her just the horrible way that she was. She was not mm-hmm. a nice person. At no. All. The, the, no. One, that, one of the best yeah. things this episode did was show us that Eric Killmonger was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't just hoard all the power for yourself and not help mm-hmm. anybody out. Right. Yeah. yeah, but see, the thing, the, the problem with the end of the episode with me is that when Doctor Strange showed up, I got really concerned because it the way he sort of entered it was like, 
I'm placing you under arrest for crimes against mankind. That's sort of the vibe that I got. Well, you know, that was that was Dr. Strange Supreme and not Dr. Strange. I know, I know. I didn't notice it until my second viewing because I had to look at the eyes and I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is not good. By by the cloak. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. The spikes. Yeah. Well, and how I go, I I was the same way because when I first, but then I'm I'm watching it, you know, as we're talking about now, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was definitely the bad one. You know, I mean, look, when Doctor Strange goes bad, Doctor Strange goes right. But I mean, he was like, he he comes in and he tells Cahorty that you are the person I've been looking for. I was like, this can't be good. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Should, shouldn't, shouldn't you be watching Killmonger and and what's his name in the Globes? Like just sitting there, like watching him. Like, what the hell are you doing? But I, I, mean, I don't trust it. I can't yeah, trust well, it. Like that's something. Again, uh-huh. again, when when Doctor yeah. Strange nuts up and goes goes cuckoo, you might just want to stay inside the house for a few days. That's all I'm gonna say. My my first but thought was, my first thought was maybe um, Killmonger got out. So. Mm. Oh, the, oh! So you were thinking? You know what? Mark said that because I told a little bit about the episode. He goes, "Well, maybe he said he needed her for you know being a hunter." Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But then also remember in the last too. episode, remember Peggy Carter disappeared because Scarlet Witch yeah. brought her to a, a different time. So maybe it has something to do with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we don't That's know. It. Yeah, uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I need to dig that out too. I can go through the that Multiverse CRG. Avengers Initiative. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, are looking for a few, few heroes to join our team. Yeah, I need to dig out sixteen oh two because the the the, what, the way that they did it versus the actual story are completely different, but it's still cool. Um, my last thought on on this whole thing is that uh, I agree with you guys. I want to see more of her. And I want to see. Uh, maybe do maybe like her own uh separate new episode next season. Uh, I would like to see her in the comic books. And and the, the last thing is is that if I know cartoons don't win a lot of awards except for in their uh industry, but the next uh round of Golden Globes, Emmys, whatever it is for television. For they animated, to, yeah. This for, for animated, they need right. to give it to them for two things. They need to give it to them for storytelling, and they need to give them to them for language or audio, whatever they did for the for audio that, because mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. But um, yeah, like I said, this episode was just you know what is it you do my my chef's kiss. It was chef's kiss. I, I really don't have any complaints about it. No, not at all. And um, I have to say that's a rare thing for us these days. To yeah, find something with no and and not have a complaint about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's perfect, but it was almost uh, a perfect episode. Mm-hmm. I can't like I said, I can't say everything is nothing is hundred percent, but it was ninety nine point nine 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 nine. Yeah. Maybe it could have been a few few minutes longer. We could have sent, you yeah. know, they could they could have put a they could have shown us a little bit more of her uh, reshaping the world. 
Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, even though yeah. I know Queen Isabella, that was personal for her because like literally you sent your dudes to come and they burnt my, my village down. So I know that was personal, but right. they could showed us, they could show her doing a couple other things. It would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Listen, man, imagine if they would have had that when the pilgrims got, there, if they would have had those powers when the pilgrims got there. We'd all be home. All right of America, we'd be so different. We, 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 I, I don't we, even we, think we, they we, would. We'd all be. I'm sorry. Go uh, say what you were gonna say, Lori. Oh, I said we'd all like Mike said we'd all be back wherever we originally came from. We wouldn't have made it over here. They would have shut that down right away. Yeah, I don't. I, have I don't think anyone would have thought about you know moving um moving prisoners or whatever to you know australia or you know mm-hmm. georgia or right you know all, all, yeah. all this would yeah. throw all of that out of whack because no one will be like we're just not gonna go over there because those people they like glow and they hurt <laughs> you know <laughs> you don't, they don't want to mess with them Glowy ouchy people. Those are the glowy. That's the glowy ouchy. Yeah, the glowy, the glowy people. We just, we're just gonna leave them alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. But yeah, I agree. I agree that that was actually it's funny. So yeah, they they could have showed us a little bit more of that. Would have been, but you never know. Maybe the Wakandas would have would have seen the example and done something different. You know what? I I would actually love to see an episode with Kohori and the Mohawk and and the Wakandans. That would be an amazing episode. But you never know. We may get it next season. Like I said, we don't know what Doctor Stephen Strange wants with her. Can't be anything good. Can't trust it. So trust unless it. yeah, so unless he's you know she's reshaping the world. Maybe he's like, hey, maybe she can reshape the multiverse. Maybe she can bring. I don't know. I, I you would hope he back. learned his lesson from last <laughs> season, but something tells me maybe not. Can't so. Look, there's crazy, and then there's Doctor Strange Supreme. I've gone batshit crazy around the bend crazy. Yeah, then, yeah. then there's I'm gonna try to bring my. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the powers of everything I can think of and try to bring my girl back. Power crazy. I'm trying like, nice and destroy yeah. the and destroy the world, destroy the multiverse. Like, mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, last yeah. season, that shit was crazy. He's in, he was crazy. He was like. Like there's like there's love and there's obsession and then there's whatever he is. Then there's whatever the hell he was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't want anybody yeah. to love me that much. No. Look, look, I I know that it's not everyone's favorite movie, but the the multitude of madness. That's the only one of the newer movies like tend to go back and rewatch a little bit more. And, and just the what was the one um uh. When he was the dead uh, Doctor Strange and was reanimated or whatever with the cor- zombie yeah. Strange. Yeah, that that was actually pretty cool. And I don't like zombie stuff, but that was cool. I don't know who's crazier, him or her, but Illuminati seems a personal favorite. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Strange. Like I said, he's always been one of my favorites. But when he goes left, or when he, you know. 
or against Jeramu or or he or he's got Celestia with him or something. When he goes off the rails, he really goes off the rails. So yeah. That's why I always get very angry at that first Doctor Strange movie because they could have made that movie ten times better than it was. And to me, they just didn't try. I mean, they literally didn't try. So I gotcha. Okay, we have any final thoughts on the Kahori episode? Real quick, um, shout out to shout out to the writers for allowing Doug George and Cecilia King to help guide him through this episode. Doug George is a Mohawk historian, and Cecilia King is the like Mohawk language expert that helped to um to form this episode. So, shouts out to them; they did an excellent job on this. Mm-hmm. Um, also, shout out to um, the memory of Joanne Shenandoah. She's the one that sang most of the When you heard singing in this episode, most mm-hmm. of that was her. She's a member of the Wolf Clan and the Iroquois, Iroquois tribe. But she was like a really famous singer among like Native Americans. Like mm-hmm. And like her voice was, most of the voices that you heard singing was her. So, oh, so shout cool. out and rest in peace to Joanne Shenandoah. When she, um, pa- when she passed away? She passed away a couple years ago. Ooh. Okay, yeah, because I yeah. know it takes them it takes them a while to to produce and and edit and put together these episodes. So yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I love this episode. I'm so glad that. See, this is the thing. I like the thing with Marvel is is like if you do something like this, then no one can really complain that you're not following canon because this is ba- they're creating the canon now. So mm-hmm. there's no. There's no, oh, this is how it is in the comics because there's no comics to go by. They're basically doing something new. I think that's why a lot of people really like this episode because there's nothing to compare it to and tear it down. It's just its own entity, so you have to take it for what it is. But is that what we've been like complaining about just in entertainment media in general? We're so sick of the remakes. We're so sick of the reboots. It's like, come up with some original stuff and so yeah i'm so glad that they did that and even with you know with an animated character and you're bringing her into this into this story where all of these other characters have been established because we we've seen promos for what the other episodes are going to be so we know there's about to be some conflict with the other multiverse avengers but you know you you bring her in you give her story all her own and and sh- and they nail it. They absolutely fucking nail it. Yeah. Um, and I, now we want more. I, I would just say, you know, shout out to Marvel for, you know, just piggybacking off what Hanukkah said. Shout out to Marvel for taking a chance and, and doing something different. And also trusting people to to know what they're doing. Like, you know, you right. can't you can't have a bunch of suits in a room make a biker movie. You know, you got to have the people involved doing the thing to make the thing feel real and authentic. And and I'm glad that they're continuing that tradition. Yep. Yep. Joanne Shenandoah passed in 2021. So I think oh, they okay. just... Oh, okay. Okay. Some of her so music. it's been a while. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. So, this yeah, is a great episode. Um, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad they did this, and I hope they do. I hope they do more things along this line. Mm-hmm, that's what I was like, just about to say. It's like just like Stanley said. There's room for everybody in this universe. There's room for any anybody who feels under 
represented or not represented you can create your character and have and have your own representation i mean it's like there's room for everybody so i think that this is this i think i'm hoping and praying that this is only the start of them actually going forward with expanding this universe expanding their universe both comic and and visual media like like both comics movies and tv shows and see and see mike you 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 made me pull my soapbox out you started this Get okay, so get up, this, get on up. I'm, I'm gonna say it. This is the thing, right? All these people that are out there, they're <laughs> that are having issues with wokeness and all this. You, they don't realize that comic books is where it's at. Like this, it is the medium where things change. Just like sci-fi, when they go into sci-fi about sci-fi being woke, that's the whole point. Like it is a place where everyone is different where everyone is included where everyone can be special where anyone can be anybody and be anything yeah. like yeah. how do you guys not see this like where did y'all have that disconnect and not realize that x-men 97 is not woke x-men have been woke since the early 60s 50s 40s it's always been like that and and I think it's the only this- thing they mad about with X Men ninety seven is the fact that Rogue's Rogue's boobs and her butt are gone. Okay, we're gonna put a pin in that. that I'm mad about that. We're gonna put a pin in that, and we're gonna come back to that. I need that back. We're gonna come back to that. I need that suit back. Take a pin in it. However, I it it just amazes me the the audacity of these people to feel this way about this thing. Which that's the whole point of this thing. Mm-hmm. Like that that is why it is in existence is to show inclusivity and to show people being responsible with their gifts, regardless of who they are or where they're from. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Well, I'm preaching to the well choir. Said, I mean, no, well, that's, that's very well said. I mean, like I said, yeah. I, I listen to uh, podcast all day, all day long at work, and I listen to a variety of different ones. And, and one of the things that struck me, and this is a trend, well, not really a trend, more like a, a, a sticking point, is that whenever something comes out that isn't what people would consider the norm, if it's a female lead, if it's a POC lead, or if it's slightly different story, they're they're, they're gay or they're transgender, the same group of people over and over and they and a lot of them do it without even realizing that they're doing it but they'll pick and they'll tear down and they'll pick and they don't understand that that it's the way that they were raised that they can't help themselves i mean when black panther came out i immediately went to all of my favorite podcasts to listen to and every single one had something to say about Chadwick. They had something to say about the plot. They had something to say about the costumes. And and they all were acting like they were giving it a fair review versus when, say, and I'm just throwing this out here, um, uh, Shazam came out. They were like, okay, we like this, but this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Wonder Woman, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong. They can't help themselves. And it, it just, it just, Boggles, sorry, trailer for sugar just came on. Uh, it boggles the mind that they don't realize 
that they can't break out of this mold that they were raised in and they can't take themselves out of a situation long enough to see that this is how the world actually is versus what the 1950s version that you still have in your head. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I don't know. I don't know why it's so... I know we're going off into the into the weeds. But no, I mean, it's like, kind of similar to what I was saying yeah. earlier in the episode about, like, if you can have one group of people who, like you said, Mike, they 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 honor the land, they, they respect the land, and they respect other people, they respect other living things, they respect each other. Like, I know you said that that's the way that they are raised, but where did it start for the other folks for them to be like, oh no, we're gonna take it. We're we're gonna we're gonna um you know we're gonna push these people off their land. Like that that train of thought to say that this was an okay way of thinking and then has passed this bullshit way of thinking down through the ages. Where did that start? Uh, and can Kahorty go back and change that part first? And and it's amazing like, that that people have that there are people that have so many issues with the way things are. Like, mm-hmm. they can't, they, they don't realize if they go to a mall, they're going to see people of different races and ethnicities walking around. So if your right. show has different races and ethnicities in it, you can't really call it woke, can you? Because it's a reflection of reality. It's like, oh, I'm tired of them putting, making characters gay in my show. Well, gay people, I'm sorry, People who have same-sex relationships exist. Like, it's not anything new. It's not something that someone just threw on the television just to rile mm-hmm. you up. There actually are people who are in relationships with people of the same sex, same gender. Mm-hmm. Oh, this mm-hmm. girl is not really a girl. She's trying to play basketball with boys. Yeah, We've always had that. Yeah, yeah, all, there is that. a reflection yeah. of reality. So I don't understand why what what is so fearful? What is so scared? You know what? Never mind. I just, especially when well, so they ain't yeah. thinking about you in the first place. They don't care. Yeah. The reality. Well, I don't want I, I don't want the someone who who claiming their girl to be in my who were born a girl in my bathroom. They don't I don't care who's in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom to use the bathroom. Period. Right, right. They gotta take a well, shit just like everybody else. <laughs> Right. And 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 then and then God forbid you have a female who is a, a person of color who happens to be the new captain of a Star Trek spaceship. I won't even begin to get into that. I mean, they thought they think that Michael Berman is like uh the Antichrist. And honestly, uh Sonoya Mark Sequoia Martin Green the does Martin an excellent Green. job. Um, yeah. You said it better than me. Does an excellent job, but they lost their shit on that one. Another thing, I'm gonna, I'm which gonna is crazy out. because it's Star Trek. Like Gene Roddenberry, yeah, yeah, Gene Roddenberry little, would be looking at them like, "What the right. fuck is wrong with y'all?" Right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, when I say that, one guy no, actually know. said that he goes, "I hope that they kill a character off so I don't have to look at her face ever again." I'm going, really? I mean, it, it's you, yeah, but you're right. They just can't get. So Gene, Gene, Rod- Gene Roddenberry would have told them to just just change the fucking channel. I'm gonna keep they gonna keep doing this shit. So you just change the fucking channel. Somewhere. You know he's a- and- yet and still yet and still <laughs> give the wharf and give him being a stereotypical 
you know, I'm a big guy and I'm going to go around and I'm going to do this. They love Worf. They think Worf is everything. But well, he's black without Worf being black. That's black. That's, but give him an episode where he's trying to have uh, some humanity or he's trying to do something then, oh, it's a horrible episode. Oh, why are they? You, you want to know, know why? Because Worf, in the way that he looks, even though he is not an animal, they can mm-hmm. look at him like an animal. But when you Thank try you. to add some humanity to him and, and, and mm-hmm. make him be like a person, then they got to start looking at him like a person. And they don't want to do that. They don't want to look yes. at that's why. That's why they made him that's a Klingon, it. so that he can be gruff and rough Ooh, and rah, 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 rah. So it's yeah, like you have to show show that. And, but we could we could do a whole we could but, but not to belabor not, we could do a whole panel not, on not this. to belabor the point, but my whole problem with even though he's my favorite Benjamin Cisco was when he came onto the scene, he was Commander Benjamin Cisco. Why couldn't he be a fucking captain? Why couldn't he have a ship? Is what Mark's I, I didn't him. really care Marvel. he didn't have a ship. Why couldn't he be a captain? And if you put him in charge of a space station, make him something else other than just a freaking commander. Yeah. Well, see, that's why Mark won't watch it. Because Mark is like, if they're going to have it, he should have his ship. He goes, giving him, I love Mark, he says, giving him a space station was degrading his ability. He's just as good a captain, if not better, than the rest of it. The guy to get the black guy. The, the the home room. They gotta give him the, the, the home base where he can't go out. They gotta come again. I, mean, I always the whole, thought they, whole, they whole did that because they didn't want to have to deal with with that. But then you know, of course they give him a ship later and make him a captain, but he's ba- he's basically a space station super. It's like mm-hmm. he, he yeah. basically that's basically what he is. It's yeah, like... see yeah, but see the problem is is that a lot of people who are fans of Star Trek, they don't want to admit themselves that they have a lot of issues with the characters that are POCs, whether or not they're just like Worf or not, they have, uh, even say Belana Troy, they couldn't just have her be a Hispanic woman on the show. They had to make her half Hispanic, half Queen on, you yeah. know, the bone ridges, you know. Yeah. There's, there's, there's all, there's, there's all through it, but you know that's either here or there. No, we, we could do a whole, we could do a whole. We can do a whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're we're gonna stick a pin in that, and like we said, we may revisit that. But um, let's go ahead and close this out. The Kohori episode. We're gonna get back to a positive ending for it. episode. Was great. I want to see more of this character, and I would love for Marvel to continue doing things like this as far as introducing new characters introducing more representation um we've seen it a lot from them especially in the last year and i hope that they will continue this trend and on that note we're going to end the show yeah more shiny happy native americans please i'll take it more what shiny Shiny, happy happy native Native Americans. americans and on that note that's it for our show. You can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media, on all the social medias at Fandom Hybrid. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel. You can chat with us on our Discord channel. And you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.